Welcome to the Alive Lauren podcast, the place of celebrating juicy, soulful living and inspirations. I love me some Rachel Naomi Remen, Remen. Um, oh yeah, I just remember her speaking once about how and she was working with some patients and also medical students and doctors and ready to focus on reflecting on it on a day. And let me try to think if I remember the three things. So it was to keep like a journal and go over your day and think about what inspired you, what made you smile. Hmm. The last one is escaping me, um, but it was something along that vein. So, I have some inspirations <laughs> that I've got to share because, wow. So, I'm trying to think how I even came to. Ah, uh, yes, okay. So, sometimes I do like to look for some like, more substantial, beautifully made, moving, like cinema. So every so often and just kind of build up a little list of potential movies. Um, to watch and I remember then I was looking at some works with Anthony Hopkins because um, there's a movie that he did recently called The Father which originally was a play and then the playwright did a series of plays and adapted this one to a movie having in mind that he'd really like Anthony Hopkins to play the, the character and it's really beautiful it's really sort of moving and, and quite hard movie to watch in that um, it really gives a perspective into dementia and what someone who's going through it experiences because you experience the story very much from Anthony's point of view and then this is a film adaptation so as I was looking I also really like sometimes to watch some of the clips and interviews with the cast to kind of find out their resonance with the movie and their journey and sort of their motivation for taking part and then I think he was speaking about going for reflecting back on like um, Hannibal Lecter and the early days and um, like with Silence of the Lambs. Um, and then, of course, that goes on to Jodie Foster. And then this trailer for the um, Maritanium, Maritanium came up. Now, Maritania, um, an African country, and this was a young man, Muhammadu, old Slahi, who was detained. Oy, and yeah, with no actual charges. It's his true story. And there is a base, like a, a camp, Guatemala Bay. Um, and it's just the whole story brings to light a lot of what's going on in these detainees and um, some of the lengths that the American like military and that go to to get confessions, which literally, um, yeah, if you put anybody through that, like anyone would say whatever you want them to by the time you finished with them. Um, but what was actually just so remarkable is the movie, because it tells his story, he was detained for, I think it was like 14 years from 20, 2002, I think to around 2014 or 2016. 
Gosh, but what is just crazy, crazy, crazy is that even when he won his trial, there was another seven years that he was still in prison before he was let out. And it's just insane. Yeah, and he wrote a book, and his book is like his letters of, of um, when he wrote the letters to his lawyer describing. And a lot of it, when the first publication came out, it's redacted, where they like black out with the government when they feel what shouldn't be um, public knowledge. Um, and you can just see all these sections of the book blackened out. And then I think he subsequently like rewritten it adding in all the sections that were like blacked out. Um, but the reason I'm giving you all of this intro is just really what I found absolutely remarkable with him is when you see him like interviewed and speaking, he's just got the most lighthearted, joyful, upbeat presence and energy and just radiates this strong, genuine sense of forgiveness and letting go and yeah he was just saying that like what is it actually what would he actually gain from the suffering of of any of the people that may have caused him suffering um and the thing i found really remarkable he shares like a particular story that at a certain point when he thought he was being taken home he was going to be like let out to go home and then he gets taken somewhere and I think he's he's got something over his head, um, so he can't see. And then where he thinks he's going home, then he goes to this experience where they actually like use scissors to like cut off his clothes. Um, and in those moments, he's realizing, oh my god, I'm not actually going home. And I may have the exact details of the story a little bit wrong, but the essence of it is definitely there just in terms of, he mentioned sort of like his life sort of flashing before his eyes and realizing, God, that he may go to this prison and, and either like get executed as a death penalty or die in this prison. And he says, the regrets, what flashed before him, it wasn't regrets of the girls that never liked him that he liked it wasn't regrets of fancy cars it wasn't regretting the career and the money that he didn't like amass for himself or the name that he didn't build for himself career-wise he said what he regretted was the times he was like short-tempered or unkind um that he that's what he regretted times when he may have said a harsh remark to his mom or been critical of his like ex-girlfriend's cooking or just had a mean remark and that's what he regretted he wished he'd been kinder and in that moment he like took upon himself like this vow of kindness that if he ever he said to god like if i ever get my life back and i ever am out like he just wants to live from that place of extending kindness to everybody and just living with that energy and yeah it was just kind of remarkable that um that that's when it really came down to the line that was the regret wow sure 
The other thing I found really, really beautiful was he was saying that because in Islam the word for forgiveness and freedom are the same. And that's how even when he was in prison, through forgiveness, he could still be free. Sure. Yeah. And then I know that the movie, there's some very challenging parts to watch in it, but um, it also brings in the theme of like connecting to people. It's just really beautiful because he so often asks for people's names and he's the Tony that takes him on, you know, like that connection to taking on a person and not just a case or not just a principle. Um, yeah. Wow. And if ever there is an embodiment, I mean, I you know I often talk about, I really, really love Mickey Singer's teachings. They hit a spot at the moment so precisely. And Mickey talks about no matter how devastating or bad something is, when it's happened, it's, it's happened. If we relive the trauma and we relive it over and over again, that's a personal individual choice. It's not minimizing it. It's not taking away from it. It's just... There's that choice, and and here's someone like Muhammadu, who's such a profound example of this, of like what he's been through, and not negating, and not taking away from what he possibly needs to do to heal and to, you know, um, but his commitment to joy and gratitude and just living faithfully and trusting, and with such a spirit of forgiveness and letting go. And wanting the spirit of, of peace and harmony between people, um, that's regardless of your political standing or religion, your, ah, so on that gloriously delicious note, sure, I found his story and him profoundly inspiring, moving, uplifting, the Maritanian. If you want to see the movie or, yeah, if you just Google, he's also spoken at a couple of places. Definitely found it exceptionally moving. So wishing you happy adventuring until we meet again.